Welcome to Flourish. I'm Diane Planadan, and you are in the right place if you're ready to create an inspired life and imprint effectively on those you mentor and love. And you do that by working on yourself so that you can be the role model that you want the world to see. Last week I discussed the laws of human nature from Robert Greene and the law of aggression on how you can use a little bit of your pent-up energy to reach your goals and so channeling it for the good. And now this week, are you ready? Drum roll. It's all about seizing the historical moment. Carpe diem. Seize the day. And I really love this chapter because it just it brings everything together. It brings it all together. Everything we've learned for the last 17 weeks. So are you ready? Green begins the chapter by saying, you are born into a generation that defines who you are more than you can imagine. Your generation wants to separate itself from the previous one and set a new tone for the world. In the process, it forms certain tastes, values, and a way of thinking that you as an individual internalize. As you get older, these generational values and ideas tend to close you off from other points of view, constraining your mind. Your task, should you wish to accept it, is to understand as deeply as possible this powerful influence on who you are and how you see the world. Who's thinking about that song from the 90s by In Vogue? Free your mind and the rest will follow. That was my jam back then and I tell you it still resonates with me today. Green goes on to say, knowing in depth the spirit of your generation and the times you live in, you will be better able to exploit the zeitgeist. Yeah, that's a good word, hey? And in case you're wondering what it means, it's from German, yeah. And it means the spirit of the times. The spirit of the times. He goes on to say, you will be the one to anticipate the trends that your generation hungers for. You will free your mind from the mental constraints placed on you by your generation, and you will become more of the individual you imagine yourself to be with all the power that freedom will bring you. Mm, are you jazzed or what? That was uh, just it's an aha moment, right? Because you should be realizing that staying in tune with the times, regardless of your age, is another key to unlock the fountain of youth. Do not look at your past as the lens to the future. Your power lies in being able to look at the big picture in different ways and regroup it. I'm going to say, bring up your childlike imagination and Play out different scenarios. Stay in tune with the times by looking at things from different angles, different directions, and brainstorming, design thinking, and yes, now I think it's called mind mapping, but it's all the same thing. No tunnel vision. Get with the times and map out all your options. So why is this important? Why should we care? Why even talk about it? Hmm? how each generation wants to leave their own stamp on the world, but of course they do. They want to seize the historical moment. They are trying to create something more relevant to their experience of the world. 
reflecting their values in their own spirit to be different. If you look through history, you will see a definite trend, for example, in fashion, in music, in design, which all has little subtle changes over the years, but then, oh, flashback 10 years ago, you can see a bigger difference, making the changes more measurable. You need to be able to measure things. It's the next generation that makes these changes. And today, more than ever, more than ever, it's important for everyone at every age to know this. Technology and access to information in order to improve our knowledge is readily available. And it seems not only the young people are the trendsetters. A word of caution here, though, to all you young people listening, really deep think for yourselves. I'm all for embracing change. I'm all for advancement. I'm all for recreating the wheel. But what confuses me, and I'm just going to give you an example from Canada here, is in the last year, um, illegal drugs were legalized, and now you can buy them at the corner store. And I don't like that. And I'm just going to say why. Because young minds need to grow and young minds need to flourish and young minds are influenced sometimes by peer pressure to do things that they normally wouldn't have done. The, you know, with easy access comes easy mistakes. So build the brain you want by making those healthy decisions and not letting the leaders who we count on, I mean, I'm just saying, the leaders of the country are the ones that made this decision, not the young people looking to change the world. Are they looking to keep the status quo? Hmm. Are they looking to keep the next generation not as thriving? Yeah, just, just a little something to think about when you're talking about making a difference in the world. Carpe diem, seizing the day, recognizing the generational influence. Just something to think about. It will be interesting 10 years from now to look back to see how the world has evolved. Things like this have impacted the next generation. And Green says, if you can understand the generational phenomena, you can make better sense of the underlying changes going on in all areas of society and begin to surmise where the world is headed to anticipate future trends. Where is the world headed? <laughs> That's another good question, isn't it? And understand the role that we all have in shaping events. This cannot only bring us great social power, but can also have a therapeutic calming effect on us as we view events in the world with some distance and equanimity, elevated above the chaotic changes of the moment. And that one example I gave you, that's, that's a little chaotic. This is why I'm worried about the new variable of socially acceptable drug use. You can't set a trend if you can't think. So let, let's get back to being uplifting, shall we? 
<clears throat> There's a noticeable difference through time depending on what your age is, on what your perspective is. Green says we are usually hypersensitive when it comes to our own generation. The perspective was formed in our childhood when we were most vulnerable and our emotional bond to our peers was established early on. We often hear of an older or younger generation criticizing us and we naturally become defensive. When it comes to the flaws or imbalances in our generation, our tendency is to see them as virtues. Green actually references in his book a great example from Babylonian times, these clay tablets that date about 1000 BC. And it reads, Today's youth is rotten, evil, godless, and lazy. It will never be what youth used to be, and it will never be able to preserve our culture. <laughs> So it appears that part of human nature never changes, never changes. <laughs> so now what do you do? I mean, nothing's going to change. How do you become the individual you imagined yourself to be with all the power and the freedom that that will bring you? I'm going to share three tips. There's more in the book, but the, these three takeaways is, is what I wanted to share with you today uh, to put into practice a couple of strategies. So number one, push against the past. Ooh, this is an interesting one because what it means is even if you're feeling that you shouldn't shake things up a bit, worried about what other people think and uh, hmm, what that means to your future, realize other people in your generation, it doesn't matter how old you are right now listening to this or watching it on YouTube, other people in your generation are also thinking and feeling this. They're feeling the same way. So don't be afraid. You need to make a clean break with the past and make your own stamp on the world. There's room for everybody. Do not feel failure. That is how you learn. Instead, embrace it. And Green gave an excellent example about how Jacqueline Kennedy who literally broke the mold of what the First Lady of the White House was all about. She made a mark on the world. She set the standards. She set her standards higher, and she became an icon. It's, she's a household name, and you don't have to strive to be a household name, but you should strive to be an individual. and will lift your confidence and I mean, honestly, with Jacqueline Kennedy, it could have gone either way, but it went in a favorable way. So I think that's a, a nice little vision to have in the back of your mind. Next strategy is to resurrect the spirit of childhood. You've heard me talk about this before. When you capture your spirit of your childhood, you're not recreating it. If you're, say, for example, inventing something Try to update and incorporate the styles of that childhood in a subtle manner. You know, explore the unconscious attraction. It'll, it'll grasp, you know, because we all, like, as much as we always need to look forward, we all like to reminisce and we can all relate to certain things from our past. 
Now, one caveat here is I've noticed recently that high-waisted jeans are back in style, and I'm sorry, I did grow up in the 70s, and I didn't wear them then. They were ugly then, and they're ugly now. <laughs> they're just not for me. High-waisted jeans? Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Just because I was a child of the 70s does not mean I have to wear those pants. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that... That, that is a prime example, and I don't know if the marketing machine out there was thinking they were appealing to a certain generation, or if they were just regurgitating fashion so it looked fresh and new again. Yeah, something to think about. And the third strategy I'm going to share today is to keep adapting. It does not mean trying to fit in, in with the young generation. You know, they have their own friends. They don't, they don't need older people killing their vibe, you know. <laughs> what this means, as you get older, don't remain locked in your old ways, ideas, and values. You know, we've always done it that way, that kind of thing. You don't need to always do it the same way. Instead, adapt by adopting those values and ideas of the younger generation that appeal to you. And then blend your experience, your perspective with the changes going on, making yourself into an unusual and appealing hybrid with a unique style. It's a way of staying relevant and current and modern while maintaining your own individuality. Yeah, I really like that. And I really love reinventing myself all the time and just trying new things and I don't do it the same as the younger generation, but I'm incorporating it. So look for those ideas that you can do and uh, try and incorporate it into your, to your life and see, see what happens. See if you recreate something yourself. Green ends the chapter by saying, we can understand our effect on the future most clearly in our relationships to our children or those young people with influence in some ways as teachers or mentors. And I would add parents into that fold. This influence will last years after we are gone, but our work, what we create and contribute to society can exert even greater power and can become part of a conscious strategy to communicate with those of the future and influence them. Thinking in this way can actually alter what we say or do. Wow, did you ever really think about that? Everything you say and do, especially to children who you love and mentor and are raising, they will remember and take into the future with them. You are making an impact even if you don't realize it. It's going to influence them in the future. So it's very important. Think about what you say or do. That is so much information to take in today. <laughs> and I really tried to lighten the load because this is an intense chapter about how you really need to recognize how you can seize the day, become the individual that you are, and have the power and the success. And I would suggest if you like, what, where do I start? What do I do? 
Well, I would suggest start your journey by keeping track of your thoughts. What are you thinking? You can change that conversation. And maybe draw out a little map of where you're going, what's your goal, how you're getting there. Maybe you don't know how yet, but you just draw it out so you have your goals in the big picture. And then you will become the individual you imagined yourself to be. Well, next week is the final chapter, so make sure you hit that subscribe button. You're not going to want to miss how this book ends. And if you like the show, share it with someone you know. Our goal is to reach out and have a positive influence on others so that they also may rewrite their own story. Your power lies in being able to look at the big picture in different ways and regroup it to become the amazing individual you are. Free your mind and live an inspired life.